Welcome to Kodesh Louisville. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Harold Eddie He serves as a reverend in the United Denominations, originating of the Lighthouse Group of Churches, with over 3,000 branches worldwide. Reverend Harold currently pastors the Louisville Branch, a vibrant church located in the Kentucky area. We believe this message will give you the grace to strengthen your Christian life. Now listen to Reverend Harold. Amen, 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 amen. We thank God so much for his faithfulness. Turn to somebody standing by you. Tell them that I love you with the love of the Lord. Tell another person I love you with the love of the Lord. Tell them when I look at your beautiful or handsome face. Oh, you can't tell them. Tell them, turn and look at somebody and tell them that when I look at your handsome or beautiful face. Please, if it's a lady, don't tell them that when I look at your handsome face. We don't like that. If it's a lady, tell them when I look at your beautiful face. I see love for the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you excited to be here? We thank the Lord. Just, we want to just thank God. We want to lift up our voice and be grateful to God for our lives. Hallelujah. I am thankful to God because yesterday the Lord added another year to my years. I have cause to be thankful. For the Lord that we serve, he's a good God. If you see another day, it's not because you deserve it. It's because God has shown us mercy. And throughout the Thanksgiving period, most of us had strength even to eat. Some people, the turkey had to be blended so that they can have a taste of it. But some of you are chewing it. You are fighting with the turkey tie. Is God not merciful? And is God not kind? I want you to just lift up your voice and begin to exalt him. Lift up your voice, begin to bless the Lord, begin to bless Jesus. Begin to exalt his holy name. For he alone is worthy. He is worthy to be lifted up. He is worthy to be exalted. What a mighty God that we serve. Lift up your voice, all ye people. The psalmist said, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. For God has been good to you and I. God has been faithful to us. He has been good and kind. He has been a gracious God. He has been a faithful father. Through it all, he has been good to us. Therefore, this morning, wherever you are, wherever you are, just lift up your voice and begin to bless him. Thank the Lord for your life. Thank the Lord for your family. Thank the Lord for your children. Thank the Lord for causing you even to live. Some of us have already had our birthdays. Some are yet to come. Give the Lord praise. Give the Lord praise. Give him glory. Give him honor. Give him all the thanks. 
for he is good. He is good and his mercies are forever. What a God, what a God. Lift up your voice and thank him. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord. There is so much we can be thankful for. There is so much we need to be thankful for. Many were not able to get up this morning. Some got up, they lost their voice. Some got up, they could not, they could not breathe. They could not feed themselves. Some could not even get up and walk by themselves. But God has been good. God has been faithful. We bless your name, Lord. Rabbe, Lift up your hands, lift up your hands, lift up your holy hands and bless the Lord. Lift up your holy hands and bless the Lord. For He alone is great. For He alone is great. Oh my God, we thank you for who you are. We bless you, Lord. We glorify you, Lord. We give you thanks, O God. Thank the Lord for the church. Thank the Lord for the church. We ought to be thankful for the church of God. For wherever two or three shall gather, he is there in your midst. Thank the Lord for the church. Thank the Lord for the people. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord for the instrumentalists. Thank the Lord for the singers. Thank the Lord for all the lovely people that God has given to us. He alone deserves the glory. He alone deserves thanks, Lord. Rabban de le mosha tale bebe. Rekendo le mosha tale bebe. Rekendo de le bele 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 bebe. Rekendo We bless your name, Lord. We magnify your name. Thank you for life, oh God. Thank you for the life that you have given to us. Thank you that we've not had any bad news, Lord. Thank you that we have our lives, oh God. We have good health, God. We have the strength of God. Mandele Moshekete Lelelelem. Rekonda la mamia solo boboyom. Rambale Moshondele Balabababayande. Imantole Mashanga Yandele.
to be a spectator this morning. But God has been faithful. Through it all, he has been faithful. Many were the difficult times that we encountered. But Jehovah God just stepped in right on time. Some of us had accidents, you could have died. But God just stepped in right on time. Just lift up your hands and close your eyes. Don't be a spectator. But just tell him that God, you have been good to me. Tell him you have been so good to me. Oh, you've been so good. You've been. you have been good to us your loving kindness and your tender mercy for waking us up this morning we say you've been good for giving us breath Lord we say we thank you for all that you have done and for all that you are going to do we say we bless your holy name has it not been you who has been on our side? Let the church of God say, but you have been faithful from the beginning of the year up to Thanksgiving. Lord, you have been faithful. Many were the days that we thought we could not survive, but you pulled in for us, Lord. You stepped in right on time. We bless your holy name. This morning we yield ourselves to you. We ask that you speak your word to us, Lord. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable unto you. As you minister your holy word to us, Lord. May the word of God change us and transform us. Let no heart of God, let no one exalt himself above the word of God. But let the word of God have its free course. We thank you. We are so grateful, Lord. We give you honor. And we give you thanks. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and have your seat. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Word of God, we serve. Hallelujah. Turn to a brother or sister and give them a smile. Some of you, Thanksgiving to you, can't smile. Oh, give them a smile. Touch them, draw their attention, and tell them that, you know what, I want you to smile. Tell them that we don't have to be too serious. Life is not meant to be so serious. Hallelujah. Do you know that laughter is medicine? Laughter is medicine. So let's not get too serious because our greater days are ahead of us. I say our greater days are ahead of us. And God is about to blow our mind. No matter what you are going through, our greater days are ahead of us. Hallelujah. Amen. And we bless the Lord. This morning, I just want to talk to us. You know, we are, we are still in the Thanksgiving season. 
I want to talk to us about why we must give thanks. Why we must what? Give thanks. Why we must what? Give thanks. Hallelujah. Every time, no matter what we are going through, we must give thanks to the Lord. Hallelujah. No one knows the day nor the hour that the Son of Man shall come. But we know that he holds the beginning and he holds the end. Bible says that he is the Alpha and the Omega. He is the beginning and the end. God knows exactly what your experience is going to be like tomorrow. God knows exactly how the few days that you have is going to be like. So we have to be thankful to him. Amen. And pastor, are you saying that even though I'm going through pain, I should be thankful? Yes, we must be thankful to God. We have a cause to be thankful. Hallelujah. We have a cause to be thankful. Amen. All of us here, we have two kidneys. But some people have both kidneys not working. Amen. They have both kidneys not working. You are sitting here, God has blessed you. You have cause to give thanks. Some people have two eyes they cannot see. But you have eyes you can see. Some people don't have arms to drive. But you drove to this place. So you have cause to be thankful to the Lord. Just for waking you up this morning. Some people don't even have clothes to wear. But you have more than enough. Can I have an amen? amen? So we must give thanks. Hallelujah. I'm going to give us just three reasons why we must give thanks. And then we will end the service. Every good message has three points. Amen. And today I'm going to give you three points and the message will be good. Can I have an amen? amen. Hallelujah. Give us First Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 16. The first thing is that it is the will of God for us to give thanks. It is what? The will of God for us to give thanks. Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 from verse 16, it said that rejoice always. It didn't say rejoice sometimes. It said rejoice always. Rejoicing must be always because the one that holds our life he is more powerful than what you are going through. So rejoice always. Then he said what? Pray without ceasing. Our brother Dotun's favorite. Pray without what? Pray without what? Okay. Pray without ceasing. Then he says that in all things we must give thanks for this is the will of God concerning us in Christ Jesus. So it is the will of God, number one, it is the will of God for us to give thanks. That when you wake up in the morning, you give thanks to the Lord. It is the will of God. We all as Christians want to, we want to live a life to please him. In all things, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. In other versions it says that this is the will of God for all those who have believed in him. Or all those who belong to Christ. So this morning, tell me, is there not a reason why you must give thanks always? He said, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, and in all things, no matter what you are going through, no matter what your circumstance, your case is better than somebody's. And so you must give thanks. Hallelujah. 
You must indeed give thanks to the Lord. In Romans 8, 28, he said that, For we know that all things what, work together for the good of them what, who love the Lord and are called according to what, his purpose. If you love the Lord, anytime you are going through a circumstance that does not seem so nice, good is on the way because all things work together for the good. I said good is on the way. Tell somebody sitting by you, good is always on the way. I'm not the one that is saying. Bible says that, and we know. You must understand. You must. There's a difference between just believing something and knowing for a fact. And we know. You are convinced in your heart. It's like a conviction. Something that somebody cannot be cannot take away from you. He said, and we know that all things work together for the good, uh, for for good to them that was love God. The only reason why things are not working out for you is maybe you don't love God. Yes. But from today, you begin to love God. Yes. The condition for things working together for our good is that you love God. And Bible says that, and are called according to his purpose. This takes us back to our John 15, 16. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I, I ordained you that you will go. God has called us. Those who are called according to his purpose. When God was making you, he had something in mind. So there is a purpose for your life. There is a reason why you are here. There is a reason why you are that, that husband. There is a reason why you are that wife. There is a reason why you are the father to that child. There is a reason. Are you still here or you have gone home? So he says what? That all things will work together for our good. We must give thanks because it's what? The will of God for our lives. Can I have an amen? amen. In Acts chapter 16, starting from verse 22, when you go down, when Paul and Silas were put into jail. Somebody will say that that was the end of it because they shackled their feet so that they will not be able to escape and they tied them and they put them in the dungeon down deep below and they covered them and the guard was standing there so that they, they will not be able to escape. But Bible says that in the midst of difficulty, in their midst of pain, in their midst of being down below, they began to lift up their voice and give thanks to the Lord. It is the will of God for our lives to give thanks. That's why the psalmist said, I'm praising my way through. You praise your way through. The place where praise will take you, prayer may not take you. You can praise your way through your problem. You can praise your way through your difficulties. Just lift up a voice and sing a song. It doesn't matter your condition. You had something that, you know, they said that you, you know, they are not going to allow you to pass this course. But still be thankful to the Lord. Because that, 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 that delay, God is about to open another door. When you go through this door, that door will not, will be shut. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? You are trying to be a little bit high tech here. Is it working? It feels good to be free. Is it work? This one to drop. It's working. Don't worry. Very soon you will see it will work. You are working on it. This way. Uh -huh. You are working on it. I, sh I think I should get a bigger ear. But I'm thankful for the one I have. Hallelujah. Are you still here or you have gone home? 
be thankful. My brother, my sister, be thankful. Bible says that when they began to praise, Bible says that there was an earthquake. I'm telling you, your praise is going to resurrect somebody's life. Your praise is going to resurrect your family's life. Somebody was down as you continue to praise. Bible says that even some of the people that have been jailed because of their praise and then the earthquake, they began to be free and then they were just there. The, 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 the God was even afraid. The God was wondering. He took a sword. He was about to kill himself. He said, don't kill yourself. We are here. Hallelujah. The enemy thinks that you would run away. But when God brings you through it, you will stand to give your testimony. Amen. You need a test to have a testimony. I say you need a test to have a testimony. Without a test, there is no testimony. You need a mess to have a message. Without a mess, you cannot have a message. So the little that you are going to, it's a mess that God is about to give you a message. Be happy about your messes. How many of us have made some mess in this life before? There are some few people who have not made a mess before. But in the midst of your mess, God is giving you a good message. Hallelujah. Whenever you have a message, God has brought you through something. Because all things work together. For the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. I believe I've been called according to the purpose of God. So no matter what I am going through, good is about to show up. Because good will show up in the midst of the storm. Are you still here or you have gone home? Can I have an amen? The same thing happened to Daniel. In Daniel chapter 6 verse 10. Bible says that King Darius had a kingdom. And the kingdom, he divided the kingdom into 120 smaller pieces. Had 120 governors. Then also had three senior governors who were taking, you know, supervising them. And Bible says that a time came that because of how Daniel was doing his work. That the king desired to hand over the whole kingdom to him. Anytime God is about to promote you, people will conspire against you. Anytime you see that two people are there, they are talking about you, realize that your promotion is next door. But whatever they are doing, it's all going to work out. In the midst of your mess, God is about to bring good. You must remember that. So they came up. And they went to the king. They said, king, we need you to sign a law, a decree, that anybody who is going to worship any other god, apart from you, that person must be thrown into the lion's den. The king loved Daniel. But again, the king decided to sign. Those of us who sign things without reading. You sign a credit card. When the thing came and the bills came, and then you realize that they say there's a fee of $150. You say, what? I did not sign for it. Then they pull the thing, they magnify it. When they pull it, you see. It's not only you. Kindaros did the same thing. So they conspired against Daniel. And Bible says that when Daniel heard that the decree has been signed, because according to the law of the, the Medes and the Persians, it means that anything that is signed cannot be revoked. It cannot be reversed. Bible says that Daniel did not say that I'm finished. 
but he went into his chambers. He went to his prayer closet, and then he opened the windows towards Jerusalem, and he began to kneel on his knees, and he began to give thanks unto the Lord. In the midst of it, you received a bad report. You were kicked out of your job. They say that they don't need you anymore. Get into your closet, kneel down, and begin to praise the Lord. Because in the midst of that, good is on the way. All things work together for the good. Good is always on the way. Look at somebody, tell them that your good is on the way. Tell them there is no need to be sad. Some good things are on the way. Tell them that, chill, chill out, chill out. Because a lot of us, when you get into such trouble, all you go, what am I going to do with myself? Let me call the pastor. Let me call prophet one. Let me call prophet two. Chill out, chill out. Good is on the way. In the midst of your mess, God is about to bring some good. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because anytime God is about to do something for you, it's not impressive. Is there any husband here when you are going to marry your wife, your wife was very impressive to you? Like, I mean, when you saw them, say, wow. <laughs> there may have been one or two things that you did not like, but you still went ahead. And over the years, good has come out of it. Are there any husbands here? Are there any wives also who can say that? When, my, when I saw my husband, you know, no, but by the grace of God, some good has come out. I, I guess I'm the only one. Brother Maxwell, am I the only one? Because good will always come out. If you are, God has called you and then you love the Lord. They used to be a little like a Coca-Cola bottle. Then sometimes they became like a Coca-Cola can. But still, still good was coming out of it. You accept it and you move on. Because there is nothing like loving somebody and the person loving you back. Are you hearing me? There is nothing like loving somebody and the person loving you back. Brother Nana, you understand what I'm saying? But you can follow somebody. Oh, the person is nice. You love them, but they don't love you back. It's such a pity. No, pastor, you know, this guy, if he doesn't tell me, I'm, I'm going to die. I'm going to kill myself. You're going to kill yourself. Go ahead and kill yourself. Because even if he says yes, you come to realize that the thing, no, it's not as you see it. How did we get here? Let's go back. You ought to be thankful. Be thankful for the spouse that God has given to you. Everyone in this church must be a husband of one wife. Only one. In this church, it's one, one husband, one wife. Oh, ladies, ladies. Acclame, 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 acclame. I just said, just in case, 
there are other people who have one wife and other concubines. <laughs> just say, but pastor, I have one wife. But there are other. Don't be like Solomon. Are you still here? I'm saying that when God is bringing something to you, it does not look impressive. When I bring you a mango fruit and I bring you the mango seed, most of us will choose the mango fruit, but it is out of that seed that you can get that fruit. So don't expect God to bring things to you already cooked. Have faith in what? Sometimes things that you have not seen, but you just believe. You begin to pursue it, and God begins to unfold things to you. If you believe that all things are working together for your good, believe in God, trust in God, and always give thanks. If you fail, you give thanks. If you rise up, you give thanks. If somebody disappoints you, you give thanks. You keep on giving thanks until good shows up. That's the way love goes, yes. And if we are consistent, we'll see the Lord come through for us. Oh, I see the Lord coming through for you. I see him coming through for you. Believe in God. Believe in God. Trust in him. Give him thanks always. No matter what. The the guy broke your heart. He said, thank God that this guy broke my heart. Because if the right one came and broke my heart, it would have been a problem. You needed to experience it so that in the next one, you will know how to guard your heart. Everything that you are going through is good for another reason. Can I have an amen? How many points do you have so far? Number two. Put it down. <laughs> I'm making sure you are paying I've said so many things. Let somebody has written number one. Good is on the way. Number two. I don't want that. One point is what? We must give thanks what? Because what? It is the will of God what? Concerning us. Number two. God expects you to come back and give him thanks. Whatever God has done for us. When I get up in the morning, I have to thank God for the church. I have to thank God for your life. I have to thank God for everything, my wife, my children. I have to thank God for everything that I have. Because God expects me to come back. Hallelujah. But you see, when God blesses us, we are in a hurry. We cry out so loud, oh God, help me with the child, help me with the child. As soon as the child shows up, then God's like, God, you know. You know that in my busy schedule. You know, the first thing that you push out of your life when the Lord blesses you is Lord, because you feel that God understands. God does not understand. Can I have an amen? amen. The first thing you push out is God. The time you spend with God, you push it out. The time you must pray, you push it out. Because God understands that your job, your new promotion with the increased salary, it comes with responsibility. Do you think that God did not know when he was giving you that opportunity? And then you kick God out. Then very soon, you realize that the thing is overwhelming. It is they that wait upon the Lord that renew their strength. No man can do anything by their strength. By our strength shall no man prevail except we depend on God. Hallelujah. So number two, God expects us to come back to give him thanks. In Luke chapter 17, turn in your Bibles, Luke chapter 17. Are you still here? Are we being blessed by the message? 
I must give thanks because God is a faithful God. What a mighty God that we serve. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 17. If you are there, say amen. amen. Don't say amen because you are looking at the thing on there. But it's because you are in your Bible. 17, starting from verse 11. Hallelujah. Are you still there? And Jesus continued on towards Jerusalem, and he reached the borders of Galilee and Samaria. As he entered a village there, ten lepers stood at a distance. You know, in those days when somebody is leprous, you are not even allowed to come amongst people. It was considered as a, a deadly disease. You will be cast out. If you are in a, a particular city, you will be driven out of the city. So when somebody is leprous, in our modern day, there are certain kind of diseases that can make you into this category as leprosy. I was telling as I saw on Facebook, one guy who was saying that there is no God, and then put the Bible down and stepped on it. When he took his feet there, there were holes. Everywhere there was a word written in the Bible, holes under his feet. I mean, can somebody find that thing and show us? It was holes. I mean, it's like the, the, the foot has become leprous. I mean, very, I mean, it's like holes. It's like holes all over, and all of them are red. Each hole is, looks red under the foot because you cannot joke with God. Can I have an amen? If you don't have respect, don't put the Bible down and step on it. Because that is the word of God. That is the word of God. It's the living word of God. And everything that you need in this life is in the word of God. Hallelujah. So Bible says that, and then these ten lepers, they were crying on top of their voices. And then they were saying that, have mercy on us. Master Jesus, have mercy on us. A lot of us, when we need something from God, we have a loud voice. Oh God. Your next door neighbor always hears you when you get up at dawn and you are praying. Oh, Lord, you have to come through for me, Lord. If you don't come through for me, Lord. Oh, Lord, you ain't God. He's still God. Can I have an amen? amen? They cried with a loud voice. Asking the Lord to have mercy on them. The Bible says that he looked at them and said, Go and show yourself to thy priest. And as they went, they were cleansed of what? Their leprosy. As they what? They went. As they went. Somebody expected Jesus Christ to miraculously just come to them and do. And then the leprosy will be gone. He just gave them simple instructions. Go, show yourself to the priest. And Bible says that as they went, they were cleansed. When he continued to say, Bible says that, and when one of them saw, a lot of times we are not seeing the things that God has done for us. You are not seeing that God has brought you to America and you can pay your own bills. You don't think that that is a blessing. That is why you don't give thanks. You don't see that as you got up and you are able to dress up and you are going. I, I heard a story about a lady who did three jobs and still she was homeless. How can that be? It is possible. You don't see it. You always want to see the cup overflowing to say that you have been blessed. But your cup is half full. It is a blessing. Somebody has an empty cup. Somebody does not even have a cup. 
Somebody used their hands to drink water. But you have multiple cups you can choose from. Are you still here? Bible says that only one of them saw and then turned around and came back to the master to come and say thank you. And Bible tells us that Jesus Christ asked. God is always asking. Did I not wake millions and millions of people, billions of people up this morning? Only this few have come to say thank you. Did I not do this? Did I not do this? How many times have you purposed in your heart that I want to go to church every Sunday just to go and say thanks to my God? Oh, I get up from my bed and I want to say thank you to my God. Many of us, when we get up, the first thing that is on our mind is going to work for parents. But he woke you up. How many of us get up and say thank you to God? Or he didn't spend time with you? Look at what he said. He said that, it, what verse is that? And as he entered into a certain, I want where the, he came back. The master was asking Keep on going, keep on going, keep on going. Verse 17. Okay, 15. Let's start from 15. Okay, let me look at this. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. The same voice that he used to ask was the same voice, that loud voice. When God blesses us, he pushes everything under the table. Share. You are joking. You push everything out. The Lord has already done it. So this is behind me. You are moving forward. The same loud voice. Do you see that? Came back to do what? To glorify God. Give God thanks. Next verse quickly. Verse 16. Look at it. And he fell down on his face at his feet. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. Giving thanks. And he was a Samaritan. He was the odd one out. He was the odd one out. Next verse, quickly. And Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? This is our second point. Jesus Christ expects you to come back to say thank you. As I was reading this and I was preparing, listen, it just dawned on me. Tithing, you see that? Tithing. This, this also has a basis to tie things. Ten people were cleansed. Only one came back. That is why the Lord, I'm, I'm not greedy. I'm not going to ask much of you. Only a tenth of what I've given to you is what must come back to me. Amen. This is it. Because God expects it. He expects it naturally that you must pay your tithe. I didn't make this thing up. As I was preparing and it just dawned on me. A tenth. I don't want much. Just a tenth of whatever I have given to you. It belongs to me because only one. And Jesus Christ said that when not 10 cleansed, how come that is only one? The percentage is 10%. Expect it in your life. That when God does things for you, the natural tendency of a man is only a small piece of you would come and say thanks. But fight it. And in all things, give thanks to the Lord. Bible did not say that when you become a millionaire, that's when you must give thanks. It said in all things, not some things. Give thanks to the Lord for your job. Stop complaining about the job, but give thanks to the Lord for the job. Stop complaining about your situation. Give thanks to the Lord for that situation. 
Stop complaining. Because I tell you, when you get into somebody's case, that is where you would realize that you are truly blessed. Ask those who work in the hospital. You will know that you are truly blessed. Somebody's walking and their heart is singing. Their heart is in the best spinning because it's not able to pump anything. But you, you get up and you have, your heart is pumping. When, when, when you got a broken heart, you are, you are having palpitation. Are you still here? You have gone home. God expects you to come back and give him thanks. Mr. Wele, God expects you to come back every time and say, Lord, I thank you. Because the Lord is moved when you see his people come back. Come back with your gifts. Come back with your life. There is nothing better than serving the Lord with your life. It's easy. After all that God has done for us, what should we say thanks to? How can we say thanks? You say thanks with your life. You say thanks with your life. You give your life to serve him. You give your life to do something for him. Apply your hands to the plow. Do something with this life. Because the life that he has given to us, a tenth, must come back. You've got to give something to the Lord. Can I have an amen? Amen. Pastor, why are you saying that? That is the key. He expects us to come back. And when you come back and you tell him, thank you for this one that you have done for me, he will entrust much more into your hands. Then he will entrust much more into your hands. When you are faithful with two sheep, he will give you 200. When you are faithful with one dollar, he will give you 10 dollars. That is how God works. I see the Lord exalting us and elevating us. Can I finish my message? God is counting. Psalm 121, put it up for us. Psalm 121. How many points do we have so far? What's number one? We must give thanks because it is the will of God concerning us. Number two is what? God expects us to come back to give him thanks. It's a very simple message. I will lift up my eyes onto the hills from whence come my help. My help cometh from what? The Lord. Your help does not come from your job. Your help comes from the Lord. Hallelujah. The one which made what? The heavens and the earth. Next verse, please. Look at this. You see that? He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. He didn't wake up because, you know, you are, you are taking an energy drink. It's not because you, are, you have gym membership and then you go and then you get your biceps and everything tightened up. It's, you didn't wake up because of that. Because he that keepeth watch over you, he neither sleepeth nor slumbereth. God is awake. God is on your case. Thank God that he's on your case. That is why when you get up in the morning, you need to thank God for being on your case. Because he kept watch over you. Next verse, please. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. Next verse. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. Next verse. The Lord shall preserve D from what? All evil. It's the Lord that preserves us all. 
When you came close to having that accident, it's not because you're an experienced. Somebody said, and I was doing this, and I was doing this, and I was lucky. Hey. Don't joke. I had a story about one guy. He had a fatal accident, and nothing happened to him. So as they were interviewing him, he said, I'm very lucky. As always, I'm determined to live. So in circumstances like that, I just pull through. As always, for him, I've decided to live and I'm going to live. So that, that thing happened. He went to sleep. The following day, he did not wake up. I don't know where his determination went to. When he was going to sleep, he was not determined to wake up. Because you cannot blaspheme against God. Tell the whole world. That's how when you go through everything, you must look at the situation. Sometimes my heart boils when people are saying things. It's like you are trying to say that they are lucky. You are not lucky. It's because God has preserved you from evil. He has preserved you from evil. One time we had a, something. You know, I went to a place and everybody ate and all those things. And at the end of the day, we were calling me to find out that did I have any stomach upset? He looked at there was food poison. I said, come and say, oh, me, I'm free, cry. I'm, I'm full. I was full. I, I'm, I'm moving about. I said, ah, you didn't have any. I said, no, no, nothing at all, nothing at all. A lot of people were suffering. It's because the Lord has preserved me. It's not like I have a tight stomach. So my stomach is really good. Like some people will say that I have a very light stomach. Even small pepper will make me run. No, no, no. It's not because of that, but it's because God has preserved you from evil. And he shall preserve your soul. I say he shall preserve your soul. He shall preserve your soul. He shall preserve you from every evil. This is who he is. This is who he is. That's why I must give thanks. I must come back and say, God, I thank you. I thank you. My ability to eat. Oh, some of us, our appetite is at the max. We need to thank God. Because the time comes where you see food you cannot eat. Can I have an amen? Can I finish the message? Finally, let's, is there another verse? He said that the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in. What? What? From time forth and even forevermore. He would watch your going out and your coming in. Some of us travel Thanksgiving. It's not because the pilot was an, a, a very good pilot. But the Lord watches our going out and our coming in. Every time you move your car, you tell the Lord, Lord, I bless you, I thank you that you watch my going out and my coming in. It is not the most careful driver that goes and comes back. One day we heard that our brother Nana has had an accident. We could not believe it. Because if you are driving with him, you can arrive at your destination, come back and come and pick him and still get there and then come back and come and pick him. He's a very careful driver. So when we heard that he has had an accident, ah, this one that we can't believe it. Because it is, not, it is not the most careful driver. That is safe from accidental. Sometimes somebody is just reckless. Recently I saw on the news somebody was going to deliver something for uh, uh, 
uh, Amazon or something, a truck, and ran over a lady. All he said was that, I didn't see her. She was just going to take her mail from the box. And the truck from nowhere, she didn't die. Ran over her. It is not because, because you are special. It's not because of who you are. It's because that the Lord watches your going out and your coming in. Hallelujah. And so you have to be thankful. Finally, finally, I think you will like this one. Thanksgiving brings increase. Thanksgiving, I'm not talking about Thanksgiving meal, giving you a little bit weight. That's not what I'm talking about. Some people are thinking about this one. Somebody was saying that they are going to embark on a, 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 a rigid, you know, cleansing, something like I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about increase in size or anything. Increase. Increase. Everything God gives it to you. Abundance is a good word. Hallelujah. Thanksgiving brings what? Increase. When you read from John chapter 6, verse 1, going down. Bible says that after Jesus Christ had finished and he crossed, and then you know, many people gathered. And then he turned around and looked at Philip. And he says that all these people that are gathered here, how are we going to feed them? Bring the verse to us. Let's read it quickly. Yes. Give us verse 6. Verse 6, let's read from verse 5. 5 is fine. Let's start from verse 5. 5. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming unto him, he said to Philip, When shall we buy bread that these may eat? It was a very difficult situation because people have gathered and there was no food. They were in the middle of nowhere. Where are we going to buy food? Look at this interesting thing. Next verse, 6. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. I want you to understand it. Jesus Christ sees a multitude, a challenge, a problem just came up. And then he turns to one of his people around him and he asks him that, how are we going to get food to feed these people? But Bible tells us that he was just testing his faith because he, the Lord, already knows what he is going to do. That is why when you come through crisis, you should not worry. The Lord knows what he is already going to do. Amen. I'm not saying this. It's in the Bible. He said that he tested him. That is why when you come, you come to a shut door and you ask yourself, that, what am I going to do? Let me pick up a phone and call somebody important. You are missing it. The Lord already knows what he will do. You just have to listen. You just have to listen. Because my God, he does my back. No matter what I, I'm going through, I know good is at the end. So he will come through for me. I may be discouraged. I may look like, you know, all hope is lost. Men will look at you and they feel that you, it, that is it. That is it. The same thing happened to Jesus Christ when he was buried. On the first day, the second day, the third day, the Satan and his, his, his angels, the, the, the foolish angels, they were just rejoicing. But little did they know. One day, Day two, day three was the main day. They are about to see Rambo rise up. Yeah. Little did 
didn't know. Because good is always at the end. If only you are trusting God. When he prayed and he said that, Father, if it is possible, take this cup from me. But not my will, let your will be done. He was praying according to the will of God. And all those who are called according to his will, all things work together for them. If that comes to pass, you just must believe it. Have faith in God, believe in God. Don't be discouraged. Young lady, don't be discouraged. Your biological clock is ticking, but you are about to, you know, experience a miracle in your life. Amen. He will show up. And your proposal will be Guinness Book of Record type of proposal. You wait. All this while, the Lord is preparing him to find words and how to express the proposal. Good is on the way. Someone says, Pastor, it better come quickly. It is coming. God knows exactly what he is going to do. Are you still here? Then look at this. Exactly what we were saying. So when you go down, go give us verse 9. Give us verse 9. Give us verse 9. Wow. Oh, let's keep on reading. Yeah. Then he said that. There is a lad here. Which has what? Five uh, barley loaves and what? And what? Two small fishes. Is it fish or fishes? English scholars. Uncle Sam. Is it fish or fishes? It's fish. Uh-huh. It's English is not her first language, so let's go. Two small fishes. Then look at this. Look at this. The Lord has made provision. Then Andrew himself says that, but what are these among so many? You are asking the Lord for a thousand dollars. Somebody gave you a hundred. He said, what is this compared to a thousand? But that is the seed that is going to bring in a thousand. Are you still here? So he said that the five loaves and then the two fish or fishes. (laughs) but what but what are they among so many next verse look at Jesus Christ he doesn't like you when you are unsure or you are becoming asthmatic he said let the people sit down let them calm down just calm down Remember, you are dealing with me, Jesus Christ. Just calm down, calm down. Sister, just calm down. Let the people sit down. Chill out. Let the people chill out. Sit down. And when the people sat down, look at the increase. So the people sat down and about 5,000 men. It means that when the Bible says that 5,000 men, they were probably, that's in those days, if Solomon had 1,700 it means 5,000 men times. <laughs> so even if it's one man to two wives and maybe about three kids, the people that were gathered in the place, a lot of people. Because in other verse, it says that, and the people that were numbered, only 5,000 men were counted. Then look at that. So the next verse, quickly. The Bible says that, and Jesus took the loaf. And when he had given thanks, before he gave thanks, it was only five loaves and two fish. 
Then after he gave thanks, when he lifted it up and he gave thanks, he distributed it to the disciples. Jesus Christ had 12 disciples, but we have five loaves and two fish. Or fishes. So what is happening here? Even if you five plus two is what? But he distributed it to his disciples. And now the disciples had to go and distribute it to the 5,000. And then the other 10,000 women and maybe about 15,000 came. And Bible says that they kept on sharing. They kept on distributing. The key here is that after he gave thanks. Whatever you have. Thanksgiving brings an increase. Be thankful to the Lord for your life. When you are thankful to the Lord for the little life that you have, when you get up, you always have a back pain. Thank God that even there is pain, and God will take the pain away, and you begin to walk in on pain-free life. But if every time you get up, it's my pain, oh, hey, this is my back, it will kill me, oh, hey, this is my back, it will kill me, oh, the day you will die, we will realize that the reason why you died is your back. It is the same bug that he said will kill me or will kill you. That is the bug that has killed you. Because your confession shall be your possession. Begin to say something positive. Begin to say something positive. Jesus Christ, after he gave thanks. That is why when he was seated with the disciples at the last supper. Last supper. Because he had had some suppers with them. And then Bible says that he took the bread. And after he had given thanks. He broke it. It means that it is a good practice to pray before you eat. Because even if the food is small, by the time you finish, you'll be full. Have you gone to a place when you, you underestimate the food? When they brought the plate, you say, you know what? Add some more. Add a little bit rice. Add a little bit more chicken. Only to come and find out that the one that they gave to you initially, it was more than enough. This is what happens. And you give thanks. Amen. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have an amen? amen? For every challenge or difficult situation, be calm down and God will come through for you. The art of giving thanks will bring an increase. I pray that God will help us to be thankful. Let me give you one more verse. Things that you must stay away from and then I'll, I'll bring my message to a close. 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting from verse 1 to 5. Oh, it's a good message, oh? I think it's a, I think it's a good message. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah! 2 Timothy chapter 3, starting from verse 1, is listing things that, it will say that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Pay attention, in the last days. When we think about the last days, that's when Christ is about to come. The perilous times for what? Shall come. Next verse. For men shall be lovers of themselves, of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. Have you seen that unthankful has been listed in the things that is going to cause perilous times to come? The thing, the signs of the end time is that people will be unthankful. People will be sitting in church and they are unthankful. It's like you, God has even blessed you to sit here. You are taking track of time. But when you sit down and you are watching, how, how long? Those of you, how long is the Super Bowl? How, how, how long is the Super Bowl? 
Uh, brother, brother, uh, though you should know about it. It's at least four hours. And when they sit down, when they sit down, there's nothing like time. And when they come before God, they want to be done with the Lord in one hour and you just walk out. You have to be thankful. And thankfulness is part of that list. So you think that this person is, this person is very some way. They are unholy. They are doing this. They are sleeping around. They are doing, they are drinking. They are doing this. All these things that you are saying about somebody, what you did not know that you, you are very ungrateful to the Lord. You are in the same category. Unthankful, bitter, complaining, always complaining. This, this, this. What you don't know is that you are number one. If hell should, gates should open, you'll be the first to go through because God does not like people who are unthankful. The Bible did not say that the people were cleansed of their leprosy. They became leprous again. The Bible did not say it, but it would not be long. Because you know what he said? Uh, he said that after he came and he said that, uh, were, were there not ten cleans? How that one person came? Then he told him that what? what pull it up for us quickly. There's something. Hey. Then he told, he said something like, you know, every time the people say, your faith has made you whole. Go back. It's like, because you came to Satan, your faith has made you go back. It's like, it means that the healing has been sealed. These people will get to town, go and face the same circumstances, and then they will become leprous again. That's why we ought to be thankful to the Lord. That's why when you, you are not thankful to the Lord, you begin to lose the things that God has given to you. But God is showing us mercy. I say God is showing us mercy. I want us to rise to our feet and just begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord with your life. Thank the Lord with your life. Thank the Lord. 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 Patala Mahando Suterebendele. Luke chapter 17. It's in Luke chapter 17. Palamo Shangandori Mahandori Mahashatandala. Oh, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Mikara Mashutari Mahandolobo. Rabamba la Mamanda, la Mamanda, la Mamanda, la Mamanda, la Mamanda, la Mamanda. Rabanda le Momoka Biosatanda, le Mamanda la Mashanda Laban. Thank the Lord, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. Thank the Lord with your life. He said that in all things we should give him thanks. You know why you must be thankful to the Lord. You know why you should thank God for your life. You want to know why you should thank God for, for everything that is going on. Thank God. Appreciate God even for his church. Had it not been the Lord who has made a place like this for us, where would you and I be? Many even just want to, you know, have a place where they can go and fellowship. They don't have it. God is a good God. Thank God for your life. Thank God for your life. Tell him to help you. Help you to be thankful always. Thankful always that you can rejoice always. Help him help you that you can be thankful to see an increase. My God, may us the people are thankful. May there be increases in our lives. Rabangaya swadanini mam. Imandale mahako zalima. Imora babandele belebe bendele bebe. Imando siele makayandele melebe. Imandala mayandele melebe. Mimimokazi lima yandala maha. 
Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you have done. Thank you for our lives, O God. For our precious life, O God. Sparing our life. Close your eyes. Close your eyes and talk to him. Thank him for your life. No matter what you are going through. No matter what you are going through. He that keep and watch over you. He neither sleeps nor slumber. For I will lift up my eyes to the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help cometh from the Lord. The one which made the heavens and the earth. The one who made the heavens and the earth. He neither sleepeth nor slumber. He likes your life. That is why he has preserved your life. Rabando sika telema yanga yandolo. Ibendele boseke veta libaba yakata. Rabenda yesa lebebeze. Bonika yeke zandela bayabam. Help us, O God, to know how, O God, that, O God, in the name of Jehovah, we'll be thankful to you, O God, with our life, with every beat of our lives, Lord, every breath of our lives, O God. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We give you worship, Lord. Oh, yes. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Oh, bless the Lord, O my soul. Hey, bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise His given us for the bread that we breathe the clothes that we have the strength that we have the food that we eat thank you Lord thank you Lord we are so grateful we stand as a church we thank you for your church thank you for what you have done and thank you for what you are going to do for many be there oh God that need what we have but still we have it oh God and we despise it have mercy on us and show us your mercy. But let your will be done amongst us, Lord. 
May everyone, oh God, that is troubled and disturbed in their soul, may they come down and see the hand of the Lord. For you shall come through for us. You shall come through for us. My God, though it shall delay. My God, my God, my God, you come through for your children. Strengthen them that are weary. Mend their brokenheartedness, Lord. Those who are disturbed in their spirit, I speak the peace of God into them, Lord. The peace of God into them, Lord. Those who are troubled about their immigrational situations and their financial situation. My God, their status. Father, in the midst of this chaos, in the midst of their mess, oh God. My God, may you come through for them. May they see the goodness of the Lord. May they see the faithfulness of God. Because you never brought us this far just to leave us. May your perfect will be done. Help those who are in school, Lord. Help the workers amongst us. Help those, oh God, who need increased faith. Let that faith come. Father, help those who are sick, Lord. Any sickness in their body, oh God, because of your faithfulness. We thank you that you are healing Jesus. We thank you that your healing power, my God, it flows through us. We don't have to do anything to deserve such mercy. Let it come to pass. For you wish above all things that even as, oh God, our soul prosperous, we shall prosper. Let it be our portion. We thank you, Lord. We are so grateful. Thank you for all that you have done. We give you praise. Every eye is closed. You are here. You don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. If you're such a one, lift your hand above your head. You need Jesus in your life. I need Jesus in your life. Jesus in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Pray this prayer after me. pray this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Jesus. I come to you today today. and I know within me me that I've been unthankful. I've not been grateful for this life that you have given me. Please forgive me. Wash me with your blood. And cleanse me from all other sins. And please come and live in me. And be my Lord and Savior. I believe that you are the Son of God. You died to set me free. So from today, I am free. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you for saving me. Just place your hand on your heart. Heavenly Father, I pray, Lord, that you give us a new heart. For you shall take away our stony heart and give us a new heart. Give us a new heart that loves you and is grateful for all things. We thank you and we bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. We believe the word of God has actually come down to you and you have been blessed. 
Come join our services at 4200 Bellrad Drive in Louisville, Kentucky, this and every Sunday at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m.